Welcome back to Officially Unofficial. I'm your host, Johnny Junta, and we are here with former Toronto Blue Jays prospect, a member of Velo University, and actually a free agent. So investors, possibly you, it is my pleasure to welcome Mike Pasco to the Official Unofficial podcast. What's up, brother? What's up, my man? How you doing? Thanks for having me. I'm good. So I mentioned that you're a free agent. Um, mm-hmm. How's that going right now? I mean, our team's bringing you up. What's going on? Yeah. Um, well, honestly, you know, obviously it's not a great process, but um, honestly, for me right now, it's honestly been super good for me because I've been able to kind of look in the mirror and figure out what's really going to make me, you know, get back on track to becoming a big leaguer like I want to. Um, so as of right now, I haven't really talked to any affiliated teams, but I'm going to play in the Frontier League um, independent baseball with the New York Boulders, which is cool. It's about like 40 minutes away from where I grew up in Poughkeepsie, New York. So, um, but I honestly am looking at it in a really good way. I feel like, you know, this year after, you know, a lot of guys not playing last year, it's about who, who goes out there this year, and, you know, plays well and performs. So I'm preparing myself to just do as well as I can this year. And I think when it's all, you know, done with that and I put up some good numbers, you know, I'll get back into the affiliate ball team. And I see you all over Twitter with the pitching ninja. Where did that kind of start with? I mean, where did that relationship start? Yeah. So I met him in Jupiter in high school, like just super randomly before he was like that big, like he was just like, you know, around with his son, like, you know, taking him to Jupiter, just like any other baseball dad. I met him through one of my coaches just knew him through Twitter. Like, cause like he was just starting to come up like posting stuff. So we, you know, got cool. And like just message about pitching here and there. And then over the years he got bigger. Um, I started, you know, climbing the ranks like junior college baseball, getting drafted. And we just kind of kept in touch. And then whenever I became a free agent, I started to utilize him because he started flat ground and started to try and help guys get signed. Um, I started to send him any video I had of myself. And we kind of just been doing that since. It hasn't led to anything, but, you know, that's fine with me, though. I mean, it's fun. And um, I think a lot of people have gotten to see, you know, what I'm all about, which has been cool, too. Um, and I think it's, go- it's going to lead to something good. Um, but that's how that whole thing started with him. He's a great guy. Love that dude. Like our teams DMing you, like, are you up LMAO after seeing those, uh, pitching ninja videos? Like what's going on here? Because I mean, yeah, like I, I said, I, it's good advertising. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I think it's good. Um, I think teams just want to see me, you know, go out in, in a season and do well and put up some numbers, which I totally understand at this point, you know, there's been a lot of cuts and everything. And, uh, I haven't put up the numbers that I wanted to put up, you know, the two years prior, even though it was a while ago and I've made a lot of progress since then. You know, they want to see me do that. So that's kind of where I'm at least thinking from. Um, you know, I'm sure people see the videos and that's fine. I mean, I do want to go up and put up some numbers in indie ball first anyway. I feel like I need to do that in order to go be successful right away in affiliate ball rather than going to affiliate ball and maybe not doing it as well at first. You know, I'll have the confidence and knowing I deserve to get back in. So I think I think it's all worth it in the long haul. Yeah, I mean, what is the chance? I mean, hypothetically speaking, not to pump my own tires here, what is the chance that we get Rob Freeman on this show? Like, is is he is is it a heavy chance? You know, I honestly think we could do like he. Uh, so what happened? I had somebody contact me about do a story, and it got on Baseball America, but probably because he did it, they're like, "Hey, can you get pitching to answer some questions for us?" I was like, "Yeah, totally." And he did that, and they were able to run the story on Baseball America. So he's a really cool dude, and I know he's busy, but. I mean, I'm sure I can like hit him up and we could try and do something. I mean, as you can see, I mean, as you can see, I mean, we've had Musgrove on, we've had glass now who's walking. He's got his own thing thing on watch momentum, but I'm sure he has, he's got time and he loves baseball. Dude. He'll talk to anybody. He's an awesome dude. So I'll definitely try and do something. I mean, I'm fascinated with like how popular he has become. Cause I remember seeing him like three, four years ago, just Mm kind of like, I was like, what's this ninja baseball thing? I had no idea what was going on with this. His logo itself just sold it. And then he just started like posting all these cool gifts and I was like, Oh, cool. 
yeah for <laughs> and then sure. now, it's, now he's actually very knowledgeable and like showing people like really cool stuff it's awesome so you went to juco you went to the best juco maybe ever, like one of the, one of the yeah. most dominant juco friend like uh teams of all time in san jack mm-hmm. what was your time like there and who's a couple guys that you kind of played with that that, yes. that, that, were, that were so, dogs yeah my time there was awesome dude so i go there and i realized that man like baseball you know around this country is just so crazy like I was from New York my whole life. Like, yeah, I, I traveled to play baseball in high school, but like being down there consistently seeing what these guys did on a daily basis on a baseball field was so impressive. How strong they were, how like, you know, their arms were just always like in good shape. So I was just trying to play catch up my first you know, couple months, my freshman year, and then trying to, you know, get to that level of where they were at and just learn from them. And so that whole first year, my freshman year was like a whole big learning process, but it, it helped me so much development wise. That when I come back sophomore year, not only did I commit to a D1, but I was able to get drafted. So it, I think that that whole two-year JUCO thing was so much better than me trying to go to a D1 and trying to like have that whole like, you know, short-term glory thing. Saying I'm at a Division One school, like because back then in 2016, like when I was going to JUCO, it wasn't like as big as it is now. Like people were like, oh, he's going to JUCO. He's not. He's not that good of a ball player. Um, it's gotten a lot bigger now. But I really took that chance, and I'm so glad I did. Um, it was an awesome experience. And dude, I played with so many guys. Like. Um, no big leaguers yet, but a couple guys like knocking on the door, like double A, triple A. That every kid I went there, though, like they were good. Like every single kid I went there with was good. Like no matter what they're doing right now, they were a good ball player. And it was, that's like the coolest part. Like in their own way, they were some hell of a ball player. So that, that place is special, dude. I loved it. Dude, do you have any fuck stories from Juco? Because Tucker Davidson, who who I guess yeah. is our mutual Oh, yeah, he friend. went to Midland. Yeah. yeah, he went to Midland. He told a funny story yeah. about a coach like them losing and a coach making them run for like nine. Oh, hours. dude, I'll tell you the best. I'll tell you, I'll tell you like a simple one. So every day before practice, like I know like a lot of coaches now are always like saying, like, oh, like don't make your pitchers run, don't make your team run. It's like, you know, it's like stupid. Yeah. Dude, every day we would get to the field at 2:30, and there's like 40 guys on our damn team. And we had like this whole warning track of gravel. And as soon as the coaches pulled up at 2 30, like, hey, four laps around the field, no stretching, no nothing. Four laps, right? And we're all like, what does that really do? do right so we run four laps and we're all toast and it's like 90 degrees in the fall and then they have us throw do all this and then it's like five hours of bp because there's no rules in juco right like there's no practice rules we were out there hitting and, and they're they're huge on hitting so all the pitchers would throw and just shag for hours so by the end of the practice our legs were toast and then we'd have to go lift like squat all this shit to be able to go throw harder so like dude i mean i don't know if that was good or if it was like a mental thing but man like that that was crazy. Like thinking about it now, like running running over a mile, sitting there for five hours, and then having to go work out. Like that's so juke. Like you can't do that at D one. You get in so much trouble. Dude, but and looking I, back, it worked. And I remember specifically, like we when I was in McCook, we would legitimately like we'd have like a three four hour practice, and then mm-hmm. we'd we'd go back to the dorms, eat for like five minutes, and then we'd have like a two hour weightlifting. It, and oh, then dude, we'd have yeah. a run called like hell run. So we would do weightlifting. Like, so we would do legs, like crazy sets, like five sets of like 15, at like heavy ass weight. And then mm-hmm. we'd have to do like a hell run. We'd run to the hospital and back after leg day. And I just remember like, what is this doing? Like, what is this hospital yeah, run doing? Nothing. Like I'm not in the Navy seals. Absolutely. Uh, no, absolutely nothing. And I but... wonder if Juco's evolved though, because I, I, I know at my school, I don't know if they run as much as they used to, but I, I honestly wonder if Juco has evolved to the fact that like kids aren't yeah. running anymore, but I, I doubt it because it's such has. small town. It's such small yeah. town mindset in Juco where they're just like, mm-hmm. fuck it. We're going. I, I to the think old it way. has. I think it has everywhere. I think, you know, certain places are more, but I know Sanjay has in a way, like they have like all these new, like, like the rap Soto and all that stuff. Like, um, you know, 
they have like all this new technology there, like the hit tracks. So like yeah. they're, they're definitely involved in that way. But hey, they they might still make their kids run, but shit, man, they win. So, dude, and you whatever. Are, college ball is different. You know, it's like yeah, don't be soft. <laughs> and what what I was gonna say is this: I mean, so you were at San Jack, like obviously a really dominant JUCO. Do you have any like fuck stories about your coach just absolutely reaming into you guys, or oh, you guys dude, barely winning I'll and then you, you getting roasted? I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you a good story. Um, so my pitching coach was Woody Williams. Um, he pitched 15 years in the show. Unbelievable pitcher. Unbelievable human being. Right. So he taught me so much about how to not only be a pitcher but be a man. So my sophomore year, I went through a little bit of a struggle, like two outings. So I didn't pitch for a couple weeks. Yeah. So I come back and pitch, and all my JUCO teammates love this story. So I had a little chip on my shoulder. I was pissed. You know, this is when I'm trying to get drafted. So the, the fact that I didn't pitch just because I had a couple of bad outings kind of got to me. I understood it, but whatever. I come back here and shove. I like K the side, sit like 95. Like I'm feeling nice. So I end the game and I look in the dugout. I was like, oh, did y'all miss me? Like just like something stupid, like blacked out, whatever. And like, they're all, all the kids are laughing. After the game, I've never seen Woody Williams get so mad. Like just like the nicest dude ever. Like he looked at me like so disappointed, but like also like, so sternly telling me, like, if you ever do this again, like, you'll never pitch for us. And I really took him seriously. I, I knew he meant it. And he was just letting me have it. And then our head coach um, was letting me have it, too. And, like, yeah, I didn't do anything like that after that. But that was that was definitely a funny story, though. Like, I, I get that all the time from my Juco teammates. Like, when they ever they FaceTime me, like, oh, did you miss me? Like, that's, like, a side <laughs> joke. It's funny. I haven't well, done anything on the mound. Like, well, I have, but nothing like that in a while. And what is like, what is the biggest win that you've ever been a part of at San Jack? Have you guys beat teams like 40 nothing? Like, what's the deal with that? Dude, we had a fall game and it was actually, it was like the he most heavily scouted one. Like, there was like 40 scouts there. It was like the last fall game. So, like, everybody was like juiced up. Dude, we beat Galveston like 41 to like seven. Like, they hit like two jacks. <laughs> but, like, dude, we hit like 10 jacks and like yeah. we, hit, we, we rolled out like 11 guys to on like 94, 95. Like, it was crazy. Like, we were, we were hitting the shit out. It was at our place, too. So, like, we were feeling comfy. Um, yeah, and, and, dude, we were placing team in the spring, too. Like, 20, 20, 25, like, one crazy. Like, hitting bombs, dude. Like, I never seen anything like it. Like, being from New York, I'd see a bomb, like, every once in a while. Like, dude, every single game, four or five guys putting balls out, like, 450 feet. It's just, like, I'm glad these guys are on my squad. Like, holy shit. Crazy. It's, it, I mean, it's pretty much a D1 school. Like, the guys that are yeah, there are, like, yeah. The starting lineup, like, I think my sophomore year, eight of the nine guys transferred from a D1, like TCU, Texas, Texas Tech, LSU, anywhere, you know? So it's like, that's what's cool. That was what was cool for me is like, I just came from a high school in New York and now I'm playing with all these guys that played at D61s and I'm learning all this, you know, information about the game and all these different spots where these guys have played. And it's helped me so much. So I just took it all in. I loved so, it. So now with the adjustments that you've made, what would you mm -hmm. say is kind of like, would you say if you look back at your Juco self that you kind of like were shit back in the day compared to now, or what's the deal? I was so, I was so raw. Right. And I, I simplified that rawness to be successful. So like I threw hard. So I threw it right down the middle. Right. I had a good slider. So I threw it right down the middle. That was it. I got in a pro ball. They worked like the first five, six outings. They develop a scout report. That doesn't work. You get hit. So then I have to start working on command. I'm not the best at nibbling the corners and start to get a little erratic. So now I'm like, okay, I really got to work on that. So that's, that's kind of where I got with that. Um, but back in Juco, like I, I was successful because I used that raw talent and just simplified it. So now I'm trying to take all the knowledge I had from pro bowl and just all this time off as well. And just put it all into like one big, like picture that I want to be. Um, so that's, that's basically what 2021 is about for me. It's just like putting all this together. It's super exciting. So, and then you get drafted by the Blue Jays, correct? Out of mm -hmm. Juco. 
And yep. I mean, obviously looking at your stats, not that much success there in the mm-hmm. start of your career. What would you yeah. say, like, was, what would you say was like the biggest problem that you had there? Yeah. Like, was it the command? What was it? So like first year I, I started off good. Like I said, then started getting hit around. And then I don't know. I, I think I just got like too much into it. Like just started think overthinking, try to do other stuff like my mechanics. That was really never the problem. It was just learning more pitchability yeah. and you know just learning like you know what to do i was young i was 20 years old um pitching in short season like a lot came to me i was just in juco so um what i did that winter actually is that i, I took that information that i learned from that one year and really applied it went back that spring training really shoved like the best i probably ever pitched in my life broke with the low a team which was surprising but i earned it and so i go there start off pretty good and then same kind of thing i start getting hit around start overthinking again and then that was a full season. So, like, that's, like, a whole season. That was my first full season, like, playing every day, 140 games. So, that was obviously another thing I had to adjust to. Um, so, I was, like, up and down. I got sent down. Like, that. that's a hard thing mentally. So, it was tough. Um, and so, when I got released, I was, like, okay, so this is really, like, this is it. Like, this is where I got to take everything that's happened, look myself in the mirror, and say, all right, are you going to keep going or are you going to stop? Yeah. And I was, like, I got to keep going. I'm, I'm 21 years old. I got some potential, and I love this game. So, since then, I've, I've been really trying to just put it all together in, in the best way and kind of just do whatever I had to do, go learn any more information. But I really don't think I have to learn anything more except just, you know, have fun and just let it eat this year, man. Like, honestly. Um, but that's pretty much what happened, dude. It's just like command mentally all over the place. And, uh, yeah, I just think it wasn't supposed to work, obviously, you know, and like shouldn't happen. And life happens for a reason. And I'm so excited, though, for, you know, the future. I learned a lot from them. Um, and, you know, I don't blame them for what they did but I'm definitely excited for what's to come. So how did that go down? Like how, how, how did, how do you like, this is obviously You'll a dumb this. question. This is You'll a dumb question, this. but how do you get released? Yeah. You'll love this. So like they, they, you know, they take all this time to like draft you and like make you feel all special. Right. So I was with them for two years. Um, my foreign director calls me. I'm like, I'm driving actually to a coach, like some 12 year olds like that fall, like, like go to coach, like one of their games. I'm like 10 minutes into the drive. He's like, Hey, and like he never calls me. So I'm like, oh, I'm screwed. He calls me. He's like, Hey man, listen, uh, we're going to have to, let you go. We just don't see you, you know, going forward into the organization. Um, and just like kept it short and sweet. And I was just like, all right, well, well, I don't know what else to say. I was super shocked. I was like, okay, well, uh, you know, thanks for the opportunity. Try to be polite. Caught up the phone. I'm like, all right, shit. You have to think about some things now. So I just called my agent and told him I got released. And then he said, all right, um, start thinking about some things. And then obviously since then, I, like, like I said, I just went into doing what I had to do to get better. Um, and obviously COVID and everything happened too, but now we're looking like we're going to play and I can't wait, dude. But that's basically how I got released. It was short and sweet, man. He, I mean, that's how it is. So I was like, all right, take it with a grain of salt. So who, who, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, who, who's a couple guys like that? It That's cracked that big league club that you kind of came dude. up with in the minors. Alejandro Kirk, first one, man. I, thick I, Jesus. Him in, I call him thick but, Jesus. I, I love, love Alejandro Kirk. I, I love him, dude. We, we played both years together. Awesome dude. Um, He's so talented. It's so funny watching him play. Like, like funny, but he's really good, man. He can catch, can hit. He's so he's got a cannon. Um, Jordan Groshen's another guy coming up. He can hit. Front of the show. He's not on the show yet. But he was in Big League camp. Uh, yeah, no, all, he's the front all, of this show. He's he's a he's a he's oh, a oh, really oh, friend of this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's super cool dude. He's super cool dude. Um, we roomed together a little bit on the road in Lansing. Um. I think who else? Like, Nate Pearson, I, I would see in the locker room. That's the oh, homie. Cool see dude. that? That's the guy I was waiting for you to say because yeah. that's yeah. one. That's one of my good. He's buddies. a Juco that... guy too. So yeah. like, um, 
one of his teammates from CF actually came to San Jack and was my roommate. So like we knew him and that's how I like talked to him at first. Um, he's, he's a homie. He's, he's obviously sick. Like I'd be, I'd be watching his videos all the time trying to see like what he does. Like he's, he's a freak, bro. Yeah. Freak. He's, I mean, he's, he's a future ace, but, and oh, there's, yeah. there's one guy speaking of a friend of the show. He's a, uh, actually a valid member of Velo university. A guy that I'm also very close with is a guy by the name of Matt Tabor. Uh, well, oh, dude, yeah, Dave, that's my guy. How would you yeah. like? So let, let's let's play a hypothetical game here. Let's say hypothetically, I Facetime Matt Tabor right now. He has no oh. idea you're coming on. I ask him about you. What is he gonna say about you? Dude, he's, he's like, oh, that's my guy, bro. That's my guy. Okay, I'm I mean, th- this can either you. be. Like, I'm he was do just it. at my place. He was just at my place like a month ago, staying here. Okay, this is gonna be either really awkward or this is gonna be just. Well, I actually electric. haven't talked to him in like a month, so I'm hoping he says good things. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. This is either gonna be electric, and by the way. He can't hear you, so this is where I'm gonna FaceTime him. Just act completely normal. I love this. I love this. I've never done this on the show, but we'll see how it goes. I'm gonna try to Screw hide it. the mic. I'm excited for this. I'm excited. Hopefully, he's not at the field. I don't think he has seven o'clock. Oh, it's like four o'clock there. Actually, he might be at the field. Uh, and if he doesn't answer, this is just bad radio. I'm gonna post this clip and say you screw. You sh-. yeah, he hung up. Actually, I don't know if he hung up. Oh, he's at the practice well, yeah. field. He's at the practice. Yeah, definitely field. gonna have to get a hold of him. All right, you hate to see it. But anyway, so we're going to pretend that the FaceTime worked and Matt, and Matt Tabor said good things about you. But we'll, let's yeah. talk about Tabes for a second, man. I mean, yeah. I love this dude, dude. He's funny as hell. He's nasty. What, nasty. Where, when did you meet him? Like, how did you guys meet? Yeah, so meeting him was cool. I um I went up, so I was a senior in high school, and I'm, like, trying to, like, get committed before I commit to San Jack. Um, trying to get committed. So I go up and play with Northeast Baseball in Massachusetts that Matt played for it. Um, and I went to some tournament and tried to get in front of a couple of schools. And Matt was playing on the team before Matt was anybody as well, like before he was committed to a D1, like before he did anything. And so we were just talking. We just headed off. We were cool. And then like a month later, he starts throwing kind of hard. And like a couple months later, he starts throwing a little harder. And then he starts going up. And we just kept in touch. And then he starts being like this big draft prospect. And it was just crazy. And then we just kept in touch talking baseball. And then once we both got to the pro level, we tried to train, you know, as much as we could together. And then this winter was the first time we really could. Um, he came over to New York a bunch, like to VLU, and like we got after it, man. Like it was a lot of fun. Like his his way of pitching is so so much fun to watch, dude. Like how he goes about it, like the whole the whole process, like how he warms up, how he gets on the mound, yeah. how he is on the mound, how he is after the night, dude. It's fun, man. Like he's gonna be a super sick big leaguer, and a lot of people are gonna like watching him pitch, man. It's just uh, for the D bags. I've heard comparisons of him to like Walker Bueller kind of guy, like his stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, but like, just like, like nasty, bro. Like, like, like almost like more deceptive. Like, Bueller's just like power. Like, Tabor's so deceptive, bro. Like, it's just like, like, oh, like, man. <laughs> yeah. So you're like, a part of you're you're a part of the Matt Tabor hype train, pretty much. Like, 100%. You, well, he, he's, he's a big Mikey Pete fan. Like, he's huge on me. Like, so we got it's it's both ways, both ways. Okay. And speaking about the Velo U here, what is the credentials mm-hmm. to get into Velo U? Like, how are you? Is there like is it like a fraternity where you guys go over like a slideshow? And you're like, all right, this guy's gonna crack the velo U. Like, how do you how yeah. do you crack the velo U? So, like anybody could go there. Um, so they have a high school velo U and a college slash pro VLU. So the college and pro was in the mornings, um, and then high school goes in the afternoon. So college and pro, anybody, right? And it ranged from obviously like a freshman in college at a D3 to we had a 43-year-old guy who played on Team Israel, like at the pro level. So it was so it, it was so cool. Yeah, like submariner too, of course, like at yeah. VLU. Um so, it, dude, there was no credentials, man. And it was just basically, like, everybody going there saying what they want to do, what they want to get better at, and just them giving you a plan. And then, dude, it was badass, bro. Great environment. Um, unbelievable talent everywhere you walked. Like, you know, great staff. Like, it was so, – dude, 
the, the six months I spent there, like this winter was, was so beneficial, like for everything, like mentally, physically crazy. That place is sick, but there's no credentials, man. Like they'll let you anybody in there. And like, all they want is just a good environment. And that's what it is. Yeah. And that's what it should be. They need hype guys. I mean, so would you compare it to kind of like the guys at drive line? Like, are you guys ripping smelling salts, getting all fired up, not wearing clothes? You know, like, people get fired up. I think, I think it's definitely in the works of getting more fired up. Like as you know, it grows, but, uh, this year was a lot of fun. There's a lot of little slaps, you know, all that, all that good stuff, like some Eric Sim stuff like that. Um, some bat flips and live bit bats. Like, so, you know, there's, there's some stuff, you know, like that. But um, I, I definitely think we can up it next year a little bit when we get a little more into it. Well, you got to rip smelling salts. Like, I feel I always, oh, I, I know. I'm a massive advocate of that. And hopefully, yeah. when you get signed this year or next offseason, whatever, you can just start ripping smelling salts. Cause I mean, your Twitter is electric. I mean, I think you got 11,000 followers. Mm -hmm. So that, yeah. I mean, I, I'm from a personal standpoint, I'm just fired up for, I'm just fired up for yeah, those I people. I do like to a see tweet where it's like five legs, rip a smelling salt, like, bid. Like, have yeah. to. You have to. And, and, and FaceTime me. Oh, 100%. Dude, it's yeah. like, I don't know, man. I did it one time at like a, um, at, at a college party. I went and visited some buddies at Mount St. Mary in Maryland. Yeah. And some kid like had one. I'm like, what the hell is that? You're smelling something. Oh, is that by lifting? He's like, yeah, but it's sick when you're partying. I'm like, let me try it. I, I, I ripped it, dude. I'm like, oh my God, I got to try this my front squat. Like, what the fuck? That's such a fraught <laughs> like, thing to do. Like, it was that so funny. Like, yeah, this kid was hilarious about it. He's like, yeah, dude, you got to try it. And I'm just like, all right, I'm just going to try it once. <laughs> I remember we used like, to do that shit. I mean, when, I, when yeah. we used to do that when I came back from JUCO and I was partying here in universities in Canada. I mean, we used to just mm -hmm. rip that for no apparent reason. I think smelling salt should be a PED. I think they should be like some form dude, of Dude, they PED. should definitely put like a rosin bag on the mat and like the smell and salt right next to it. For and, like, sure. You just see like the pitcher just like going nuts. Like, what's the hitter going to do at that point? You're not trying to hit a ball. It's like. embarrassing for a hitter. <laughs> it really is. It's embarrassing for a hitter. What is that shirt you're wearing, by the way? It's very, it's, it's a free plug. It's oh, a cool this logo. is um, some like this is some like supplements shop like right by me that I get all my stuff from. It's called okay. House of Nutrition. Yeah, my arm doesn't look like this yet though, so I gotta keep going. There. Yeah, you gotta keep going on it. I respect <laughs> it. I mean, and you got, I mean, Tabor. The thing about Tabor is Tabor's like kind of a skinny dude, just throws absolute fuzz. Yeah, well, he used to be so much. He was even skinnier. I think he's added a lot of good strength, but um, yeah, he's like mobile though. Like all that stuff going into pitching is huge nowadays, man. And I think like a lot of guys are starting to see that now with like a lot of injuries spiking up. So like, yeah, he takes that shit serious, and I, I have as well. Like looking into mobility stuff just for like body control and that helps with command. So that was like one thing I went into with the command stuff um, was body control and mobility. So sometimes we see like, like DeGrom, like he, he probably doesn't really lift much, but he's so smooth and controlled. Like that's really the way to go. Cause he sits a hundred. Like what, what are you trying ghost. to do? Exactly. So like when you see that guy talk about pitching, you're going to listen and he sits a hundred, he's smooth. And like, that's, that's what we want to do now. We want to be mobile. We want to be smooth. We don't need to be, big and jacked and we want to be big and jacked but like smooth as well with that you know and mobile so yeah, that's right. I mean, there's two sides. There's two sides to that spectrum because you also have guys like Araldis Chapman who legit looks yeah, like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. But they're like they're and yeah and they're like double jointed like let's see they're flexible. So like but like, I see a lot of guys at the college level I would say they're like okay let me add some velo they get too bulky totally neglect the mobility aspect and go from a draft prospect to now they can't even pitch in their college because they got too big lost velo command all this stuff i've seen it like so much and it's, it's terrible it doesn't need to happen it's yeah. like a bunch of hard work for no reason you know where you can put the hard work in and then get an even better result out of it you just gotta be smart about it so you're a new york guy obviously you're wearing the yankee hat here i mean mm -hmm. is 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 that a possibility do you see yourself like hopefully if they're knocking on the door and there's a lot of teams on the table is that like your yeah. kind of your top priority is being a yankee guy or a met guy growing like that would be agencies? sick i mean i think I think that'd be so sick. Um, I don't, I mean, obviously any team besides the Blue Jays would be awesome. 
Yeah. Um, but I mean, dude, I, I, I am not like, I think a lot of people think, Oh, like don't go to the Yanks because like their, their farm system or whatever. Like I'd be so up for it because like me being from here, like I'd be so with that or the yeah. Mets as well. Um, that'd be awesome. But yeah, any, any organization, man, like I, besides I'm excited. The Jays. Besides wherever. the Jays. Well, just yeah, I mean, I don't think they would just be like, hey, like, you want to come back? I don't think that would happen. That'd be super weird, too. It's like, but hey. I'm It'd be back. like an ex-girlfriend hitting you up. It'd be yeah, like an ex-girlfriend. It would be. I mean, like, I don't know if I would say no because I'm trying to, you know, obviously play, you know, in the big leagues. It's just like, I don't really just see that happen because I've never really thought about it. Yeah, and your <laughs> but, story, I mean, your story kind of reminds me of uh, a guy that we've had on the show, Randy Dobnock. He was oh, like, he was play- he, yeah, he was playing indie ball uh, yeah. uh, literally like three, four years ago. And now Uber he's driving. like ten million dollar, ten million dollar contract a year. Actually, yeah. he, he signed the deal after he came on the show. So some are, some people are correlating it, saying that it's my. Oh, it's I'm yeah. one of the reasoning. So that that's about to happen. I'm so glad I'm on here. Yeah. Right now so yeah, you're wait. you're lucky for that. And honestly, can we confirm? I mean, you humble brag. You <laughs> followed the show first. So can we just kind of confirm you're a fan of the show? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> there it is. I, I respect Huge that. Fan. Yeah, because I, I saw, I think, um, I think you had Braden Bishop on. I watched that one. Yeah, that's he, my he's guy. Sick. He's awesome. And, yeah, and then you had Hunter on too. I don't yeah. know him as well, but Braden's awesome. Braden's that's one sick. of the good. But dudes, yeah, I man. saw that, followed it, and then yeah, dude, I was like, this is awesome. Definitely yeah, we're grinding. We're grinding over here, just like I mean, we're we're just like you, just kind of waiting to get picked up, pumping them know? out. Yeah, pumping them out. <laughs> we're just waiting to get picked up, and, and uh, yeah, waiting to get the contract. When Love you it. were when you were in the farm system for the Jays and all that kind of stuff what was your minor league career kind of like, like off the field? Like, was it as yeah. fucked as everyone says it is? So first year Bluefield was like literally like one of the toughest summers of my life because I'm from New York, right? Like, you know, a lot of the stuff city. to do, good yeah. food. Yeah, dude, I go to Bluefield, West Virginia, and like there's literally an Applebee's, a Mexican joint, and just like a, a gas station and then the field. And we're staying in, in, in NAIA dorms. And I was yeah. like, this is Juco? San Jack was sick. This is not Juco. Like, this is like terrible, like. And then I was, this is our first year in Pro Bowl. So that was like, that was definitely a lot. Um, got through that though. Didn't have to go back there, thankfully. Um, then I went to Lansing. That was sick. Cause that was like um, where Michigan State's at. Yeah. yeah. Awesome, stadium. The awesome stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome team name. They're actually with the A's now. But, yeah. um, that'd be cool if we go to A's, go play in Lansing. Yeah. I love it there. Um, but yeah, Michigan State was there. Like a bunch of cool food, like, like good stuff to do. Um, then when I got sent down, I got sent to Vancouver. Unreal. I, don't know, I, I, I took that as a promotion in that sense because Vancouver was sick, man. Like, that is one of the best places to play minor league baseball, I think. Like, it, forever. Like, forever. Forever. It's sick. Dude, it's unreal. That, honestly, like, the, J- the Jays used to have, like, that farm system where it was just best. Like, I mean, you have the Lansing Lugnuts who have that, mm-hmm. be- like, a beautiful field. The left field, I mean, you have, the, like, the buildings in left field where Vladdy hits balls yeah. off of. And then oh, the, yeah. And then Vancouver, you have legit sold-out stadiums. You're in literally the heart of it's BC. It's a real thing, dude. Vancouver, they it's sell it every night. Yeah, I loved it there. Like, pitching there was honestly really cool. And, like, what helped me, too, like, I wasn't pitching well at first. Obviously, I just got sent down. And like, I swear, dude, like, just, like, that aura and, like, you know, the fans there helped me pitch a little better, even though I was just all out of whack. Like, And that's why, like, a place like that is so cool, like, for anybody to go pitch at like it was like that's one of the like best places ever played at and hopefully i can go there again because they're still they're high eight now so hopefully i'll be able to play there again and do you and i mean when you were out lansing kevin smith told the story about sorority nights out lansing were you there for the sorority nights or what's the deal dude i i went to um i forget what the popular bar was there but we went to this one bar that like michigan state was at like every night dude like it didn't matter what night it was Michigan State was there, like the whole campus, <laughs> like you know, like yeah. it was like the one spot to be because we never really went to um, 
I well, my team didn't, but we, we, we hit the bars pretty hard there. Like, like we, we got pretty tight with like the, the managers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like, dude, th- those would be crazy. But we would try and cut the line and stuff. Like, we had to hook up with that. But I never went to a like at, at the campus or anything. Well, right? no, I'm saying or, like at the games, at the games, they had sorority night at the oh, games. Dude, one time I was in, the, I'll tell you, I'll tell you funny. One time we were in the pen there and, and we got flashed one time. It was hilarious. <laughs> like, bro, in like the middle of a game, like seventh inning. <laughs> I was like, bro, what is like, that's like, that's like a Juco thing to have, like Juco World Series thing to have. Like, like you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it was so funny. I was like, this is low A. <laughs> I, I love that. Way. Yeah, dude, Lansing, like, you know, you would think like it was hilarious. Dude, it was so funny. Like ten of us were laughing, dude. Like so hard. Oh my I think god! It sucks. Lansing's not a part of the Jays anymore because they're actually they're kind of. I want to humble brag here. I mean, they're kind of fr- friends of this program. They've retweeted us. They've tweeted out us multiple yeah. times. No, they got a great social media. Uh, yeah. they got great social media people there. No, when it's a whole there? like the whole thing there is cool. When you were there, it. did you hear like stories, like myths about like Vladdy and Bobichet when they were there, like their time there? So I know, I know Vladdy lived in those apartments that used to hit balls off. So I thought that's like so ironic. Like imagine just living in the same spot that you hit balls off like four hundred <laughs> yeah, feet away. That's crazy. Um nothing really about Bo there. Um Bo just raked at every single level he was at. So like it wasn't really much to speak of. He was just like, oh yeah, Bo's hitting 350 and he's like 15 years old. And like, you know, whenever yeah. he got like you know what I'm saying he was just so he's been so young at every level. Like dude he was winning like high championships when he was like 19 and like, he couldn't even drink. Like crazy. crazy. Like, Dude. his first year in the show, I think he was 20. Like, he, he's nasty, bro. Yeah. And when you were in Vancouver, I mean, the legal drinking age was 19 there. I mean, would the 19-year-olds oh, get out? Would you guys get after yeah. it in Vancouver? Yeah. I mean, like, the oldest on the team would be, like, 24 probably. Like, you know, one of those old guys that got signed late. Uh, but yeah. most of the teams were, like, you know, 19 to 21-year-olds. So, like, yeah, I mean, that was just, like, Vancouver's, like, prime time for that age, man. Like, it, it was so crazy. Like, there was this place called the Roxy where, like, every night. I know the Roxy. Thing, like, that was in, yeah, the Roxy was crazy, bro. <laughs> that's like the, the spot there but um yeah vancouver was some spot dude it's, it's, it's pretty crazy it's, it's so crazy like that's like a place to play minor league baseball especially it used to be short season a like now that it's full season it's it's honestly like i don't even know man if i'm in the I jays org I, I hope i get sent down <laughs> i mean i i would want to play yeah. there over because like i mean dude like that was the one thing when i got sent down from lansing I'm like well at least i get to go see i, I play in vancouver now because this is sick and now looking back that i got released it's like Screw it, man. I played I played all like I played at Vancouver and Lansing. Like those are like the two cool ones at the lower ones. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? If you could take something away, you know. For sure. No, and, and when so, you were at Bluefield too, I mean Bluefield is like like it's kind of a dump compared to those two areas. I mean, what yeah. was your I mean when when did you realize like man, I'm in this small ass town right now, bro? I'm not oh, in New dude, York. Probably probably like two, three days in. I'm like, okay, so this is like really sinking in, like this is what the summer's gonna be like. <laughs> like it's <laughs> like you know. Opening night, you get like a couple fans, like like a couple thousand, and like you know, third, fourth night in, you're like, man, there's nobody here. And then you travel somewhere else, you realize that their place is even shittier. And you're like, wow, this league is just not it, man. We gotta get out of here. And then yeah. when then we started not pitching well, you're like, oh, well, get comfy. Start, what? Start what? I mean, what, what what would you say was like a shitty town you guys visited? Dude, Bristol, um, Pirates. Dude, they had a little league field. Like, I swear to God, like, I can go to a field like right over here, and it'd be better than, than this field in Bristol. Like, a <laughs> like, terrible surface, everything, and they yeah. know it. They know it. Trust me. Like, they would admit it. Um, I don't think it's an affiliate anymore. I don't think any teams in that affiliate or in that league are an affiliate. Um, dude, I swear, like, I played on better, you know, fields in JUCO high school. Like, it was crazy. I couldn't believe it. Um, 
that was really the only league that was that bad or only team in that league that had a really bad feel. The other ones were okay. It's just like no fans. Like, oh, you're playing like summer ball in the Northwoods, you know? Yeah. I didn't feel like you were playing like short season, you know, finally league baseball. No, like I, the Penn League up here by me, I wish I played in like that one short season because that's like a good league, like some good cities, like um, like short seasons, like and then Vancouver as well is a good one. But I didn't play my short season there the first year. So did, did you play in Quebec? No, I didn't. But I'm I'm supposed to play there this year. Well, um, it says I mean it says on your baseball reference you played for Fond du Lac Doc. What what the fuck is that? What is? Oh, that? that's um that's Northwoods. Where is that though? Where is that located? That's Wisconsin, Wisconsin. Why is it a French name? Do you do you, do you know? Do you, you want to crack like small, down to it? I don't, yeah, we should. I, it means something, probably. It's some. It's some small town in uh, Wisconsin, man. It has like a uh, a D three school, and they put a Northwood team there, and just like put us up with a bunch of host families, and like made the stadium kind of nice. And it was, I went there the first year as a team, and it was actually a lot of fun. Okay. And now they like win the league every year. Like they they were they, we were we weren't good. The next year they won the league, and then they won it last year again. Okay. Oh, I it's, it's hilarious, that. but yeah, yeah, they're called the Dox Fighters. That's actually an electric name. I, I don't. And then mind the, that. the jerseys, the jerseys are navy blue and Carolina blue. Like they're it's okay. not. And then they call instead of saying Fonda Light, they call they go Fondy. Okay, that's even it's better. It's kind of like a Vandy a, vibe to it. Yeah, a little bit like a yeah, Vandy vibe. Fondy boys, Fondy yeah, boys. for sure. <laughs> Who are you? So I I see you're heavily kind of invested in like university baseball and all that kind of stuff. How fucking disgusting is Jack Lighter? I mean, I I can't oh stop God, watching God. videos on this dude. Yeah, dude, like, honestly, like, his mechanics are obviously flawless. His pitchability, his mentality. I mean, dude, I feel like his dad did it such the right way. He never, like, forced, like, anything on Jack. Like, he was able to just, like, grow up and, like, see who he wanted to become as a pitcher. Yeah. And then his dad was just there for questions and for help and guidance, you know? But, like, dude, he really let his son just become an absolute beast, bro. Like, an absolute beast. And, and he's going to be so good in pro ball because he's going to go in there knowing his stuff works and not trying to do too much. Yeah, I, you're right. I mean, um, could, could you imagine being the son of Jack Light, like just playing in the show, like Al Lighter, your your dad's in the show? That'd be so sick. Oh, dude, all these guys, like like you know, Vladdy, like all these guys that had big league dads, so sick, man, like yeah. so sick. Dude, it's crazy. Because like cra- you learn you learn the game like like from such like a young age, like from like and it's so valuable. Like the people you're around, like Vladdy Junior was around A Rod and Jeter at the All Star game, probably like, all these guys, like. I don't know what they're talking sure. about, like, about like those swings and stuff. They could have learned something crazy, but he was eight years old. Like, or I could have been sitting here, you know, playing wall ball and just against a wall. Like, it's, it's pretty crazy. Um, especially if they take advantage of it, man. It's, it's awesome. And actually, and speaking about that, I mean, we're talking about affiliated ball and all that kind of stuff. Do you have any fucking any funny minor league stories from your career? Like any just insane fan stories? Let's hear. It. You're not so, the people listening. He's, so I, I got he's one fired up. I got one from Bluefield. So we were in Johnson City. Um, you know how like after the game you get a post game spread. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's, it's probably gonna be shit. It's probably gonna be shit, especially in that league. Obviously, so. We get we had to go back to Bluefoot after this game. We get we get back in the locker room, we shower, and we're starting to notice that you know there's no food. And then we start to notice that like there's like this big gust of wind coming, like a bunch of rain a little bit, like in the distance. And so we're like, all right, we gotta get out of here. Like, where's the food? No food's coming. I don't know what happened. So we realize there's no food coming. So we're like, we're packing our shit up hungry, showering, get on the bus, start driving. We find a sonic of all things, a sonic. So obviously you got to go up to those drive-through things. You know, it's pouring rain. Like it's almost like a tornado out in the middle of Tennessee. We're all ordering from the drive-through parts of Sonic. Right. So I start taking a video. I start taking a video and I, I, I sent it to star in nine, like saying like, yeah, this is short season eight or short season baseball for the Toronto Blue Jays. 
and dude, like took a video of a bunch of like Spanish guys and like a couple of other guys like ordering food, like and like helping each other order, order food on like the intercom is hilarious, bro. And it got on starting nine, dude. It was such a joke. It was so funny. And then yeah, we got back like so late that night, I had to be at the Philly like, eleven a.m. So. <laughs> That's minors, bro. <laughs> feeling I mean, feeling great with all the Sonic in, in my stomach, dude. It was all that's how that, that was an easy way to pitch well. <laughs> yeah, dude. We're like we're, we're the hotels you guys are staying at just dog shit too, like blood on the yeah. fucking bed and shit. I feel like that's like the last thing though. Like, it's like really like the food and like the transportation part, bro. Like if, if it's in the middle of the night, like you're not sleeping on the bus. So like if you get in at 3 a.m., like it doesn't matter if you stay at like uh, a five star or like a one star, like, you only get like two hours of sleep, like you're screwed. So it's like it's like it's really whoever just like say screw it or honestly the smelling salts would have to come into play probably. True, uh, yeah, <laughs> so, dude. It's like I mean in, thinking in about a, it now. Now it's in my head. Like it's gonna have to like be like okay, two hours of sleep. You know, I'm warming up in the pen. Bam, like that's dude, it. P- yeah, no worries for sure. That's how you excel there. I mean, that's definitely how you excel. Yeah. And so yeah, we're we're talking about your development now and all that kind of stuff. Do you ever just mm-hmm. kind of look back at yourself when you were like in the Jays system and be like, "What the fuck was I doing?" Like, do you of ever course. just kind of watch film yes, or just see a sequence or see a sequence mm-hmm. or anything like that? Yeah, because I was just super domed up because like I was like, you know, when you're in the middle of like that like process, like, all right, I just got drafted. I'm like, oh shit, like this is where I have to start making shit happen. I thought it was like this or, or I'm done, right? Like now I've been able to like take a step back and realize like, I still have another shot at this. Um, but during that time, I'm like freaking out. So one bad outing felt like 10 in a row. So I would like have a bad outing and change like four things, bro. So I when I got back home and looking at videos from like that whole, like all this, like all this time, I was so out of whack. And I was like, dude, what was I thinking, man? Cause I, I just have to get back to like how I was before, but just add the new things I learned, not completely change everything. Yeah. You know? So it was like, um, it was kind of like a learning process like that. I was doing too much, which is sometimes not a problem, but for me it was. Um, but it's been a good thing now because I've been able to like control it and use it to my advantage. So for sure. No. But yeah, that's, when I look back at the Blue Jays, like I have like ten outings where I'm like, yeah, I was I was sick. Other than that, oh man, I wish like nobody had that on tape, bro. So if I'm making a resume for you or hypothetically a website, because we had Taylor Guerrero on in the offseason. He was a free agent. Then he got signed with the Seattle Mariners also because of us. We'll pretend not. So if I'm making a resume, oh, who's, a trend. who's one guy that I can say that you got out that I'd be like, how could you not sign this guy? Because he got so-and-so out. Well, well, my well, all right. This is the first one that comes to my head. Like my first pro K was Nolan Gorman, and he's like about to be in the show. Yeah, the top on the Indians, right? Indians, correct? No, uh, Cardinals, Cardinals, Cardinals. Cardinals. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, th- that's just one that comes to my head because I was thinking about Bluefield. I'm trying to think who else um, I've gotten out. I mean, that's like the first one that comes to my head though. Like he he can break, dude. Um, Nick Quintana on the Tigers. Quintana, I, I him too. yeah, yeah. I kid him back in high school actually when he was like he was like legit, bro. Um, like he was like hitting balls like all over the place at this like tournament, and like I got on the mound, like Kate him on a changeup, and I'm like, that's what I gotta keep going. <laughs> for I sure. That pitch. <laughs> no, you're right on that. And I, 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 like obviously for the listeners of the show that know, I hit 160 whatever in JUCO, and I have a spin zone where I, like I said, I went to the eye doctor, and they said that I'm blind in my left eye while I'm wearing these glasses, so I can't uh-huh. see. So that's the yeah. spin zone I say. So if anyone ever comes at me, I say. I hit 167, but I was blind in my left eye. Yeah, so that's, that's why, like, not my athleticism. So what would yeah. you say would be your spin zone? So let's say hypothetically someone comes at you on Twitter and they're like, blah, blah, blah. You didn't do that well in your first two years in minors, like all this shit. What is your spin zone to them? 
Um, I just like say like, I'm just, I just wasn't good enough yet. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, it, you know, I think like the minor leagues are like, it's for a reason. Like, you know, like if they're going to put us through this whole process of like developing, let us develop. And that's why I was like, kind of, the only thing I can argue is that I was 21 through mid to upper nineties with two other good pitches. And then there was like, yeah, like command issue and like maybe some character stuff. Cause I was like immature, but like nothing like anything bad to where like, they can be like, Oh, like we got to get rid of this guy. But like, you know, I feel like they need to give people time to like develop. Like, so when people are, if anybody's going to roast me about my first year with the Blue Jays moving forward, that's fine because that's o- the only reason why I'm able to go forward now is because of what I learned, you know? Okay, so, so what you're going to say is you weren't developed. Like you were not. Yeah. I, suppose it's a, bro, I went from Juco to, I do 15 innings and got drafted like out of Juco. Like okay. how, how you can't expect. And then the year before that 12. So I didn't even throw, like, I do like not even 30 college innings. Right. And then got drafted and it was expected to perform the next year in low A. I mean, like, obviously I'm not making excuses, but like, it's a lot. No, and, no, like, it's not excuses. It's a spin zone. Yeah. It's like my, yeah. like, left That's, eye blindness. Yeah, okay, thing. yeah, I like that. I like that. So um, we're going to say, yeah, was, so this is what we're going to say. Enough, not enough innings under my belt. Not enough innings. So we're going to say he barely threw. I'm just trying to think of a spin zone here. Just raw. Just, he like, barely, just like raw. Yeah, like, he was raw. He was raw meat uncooked. Yeah. That's the spin zone. Yeah. We're just going to say he was raw meat that's uncooked. A great, yeah, that's a hot take right there. He was like raw it. meat. So that's what I'm going to put. And also, like, like I said, I'm just trying to build up the resume for you. Raw meat yeah, uncooked. That. Raw meat uncooked. Yeah. Got out Nolan Gorman. Um, got out Quintana. I mean, we're just, I'm going to put this in the description, just kind of get the scouts going because scouts are going to be t- tuned in on this, obviously, as you can yeah. see with other guys. But yeah, no, for yeah. sure. That's what we're going to go with here. And do, do you get royalties from Pitching Ninja just based on the fact that you kind of are like a walking advertisement for them with the t shirts? It's electric. You know, I only, you know, what's funny? I only have one t shirt, but I, I did up on the hats, so I got two hats, but I do have a new okay. t-shirt coming. I have the Dodger one coming he just came out with because uh, the boulders are the same colors, so I had to get it. Yeah. He made the eyes red. Like, I had to get it. Like, come on. Um, no, dude, but honestly, anything, like, anytime he retweets me, like, honestly, I should probably pay him, you know? <laughs> like, you know, so, <laughs> you should. so I think it's like, a, it's like a whole, it's a whole, like, thing. Like, dude, he's so cool. And, like, the knowledge that he tweets, like, bro, all that free content, like, dude, For I'll sure. buy a t-shirt here and there. And, like, just, it's sick. Like, yeah. I don't even think about that stuff. Well, He's an awesome a, dude, bro. I have a bone to pick with him, actually, because I actually – I broke a, a pull-down record. I threw 107 on a pull-down. Uh, really? No, no, I didn't. It's Okay, <laughs> so anyway, I'll, I'll give you the backstory, then I'll show you the video. So <laughs> I said I threw 107 on a pull-down, but uh-huh. when I – and I like trolling. So to get the people mad, when I threw it into the fence, my buddy was holding a calculator – behind the fence and it said 107 on the calculator so i ideally i mean i tagged pitching into this video kind of went viral they got fifteen thousand views but that, that's funny yeah no i don't know if pitching ninja retweeted so that's why i might have a bone to pick with him oh but that's yeah what I like, how can he not like he could retweet like a high school kid but he can't retweet that like, yeah no it, it's something we got to work through i mean yeah, when, he, like, when he comes like, on that's the show obviously a clear talent like like that For and sure. he's all about you know letting guys be seen like come on yeah, no, I mean, like I said, I'm, and also I'm trying to do like, I'm going to bring this up to him on the show. Hopefully whenever we get him on, I'm kind of do, I'm yeah. trying to do a branch off of pitching ninja. And I, we had Kyle, Kyle Muller on, it's going to be called thickness ninja. So I'm just going to post all the thick guys and like affiliated ball <laughs> and the thick guys in the show, like Pablo Sandoval, and then just do a breakdown hey, of them Kirk. walking to the plate or like Sando- Bro, Sandoval's. Kirk. Yeah. Kirk, Kirk has the best walkout to the home plate I've ever seen. Exactly. Yeah, that's everyone says that. Yeah, everyone says that. 
Everyone says, "Oh that. my god!" Like you know, he's gonna hit a bomb. Like he's literally Babe Ruth. Like it's literally so funny. That's what I heard. I call <laughs> I call him Thick Jesus, and I have like yeah, a picture of him. Yeah, we used to like, like call him like we used to call him Babe Ruth. Like this kid, we were like this kid is just like it was, it was awesome to watch, man. He's like so playing good. with him, such a cool dude, dude. Like like very good at English. Like like awesome guy, bro. And I love going to him. Like, he was a pillow back there. Cannon called a great game. It's it's awesome to see him in a show because now he's getting some you know notoriety. And I'm like, hey, like that was my teammate, like not too long ago. Yeah, we'll it's put that sick. on the resume. We'll put that on the resume too. Was yeah. caught by Alejandro Kirk. Battery mate. Battery mate. Battery mate. Okay, with Alejandro yeah. Kirk. I'm just trying to. I mean, we're trying to sell you here. You. I know. Tell I'm your trying, agent. I mean, tell your agent to listen to this and write this shit down. All right, I will definitely. Gotta let him know what to do. And what's your agent saying to you, man? I mean, is he like obviously, obviously, he's positive and all that kind of stuff? Is he just kind of yeah, keeping yeah. you in the um, loop and all that, or does he? Yeah, I mean, same thing. Just like. He, 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 I think he's kind of put this in my head too. Like, go put up some numbers in Rockland and we're going to make something happen. Um, like, that's the best way to think about it. I think he's definitely been trying, like, you know, show me off to teams and stuff. And I just think it's not the right time, obviously. So, um, but when the time's right, he's definitely going to help me out a lot. Like, he's a great dude. He represents a lot of good players. Yeah. Um, so, I'm, I'm really excited. Who's a couple guys in his agency? Who's a couple guys in your agency? Your co workers. So, he, he, um, he actually just signed Tabor. Really? Yeah. So it's CAA. Oh, so you're um, with CAA. I yeah. I saw Tabor. I mean, humble brag. Tabor's just so, wearing so, CAA shit now everywhere he goes. Well, I I'll love tell you it. This. If if you want to know if me and Tabor are close, like yeah, like that's my agent that I introduced him to. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. So do you get a yeah, royalty off it or what's the deal? I mean, you get a no, like a little man, signing I, bonus. You know, I, I just get a little humble brag off it. Like you know, I got him. I got him over here. Um, but yeah, I mean, when we're both in the show, it'll be cool. Like we'll be with the same agency. Yeah, well, it's um, an electric agency. Oh, it's sick. Yeah. I mean, I got, I actually got hooked up with them last summer, like during this whole quarantine thing. Um, and that was like kind of the start of like me really getting ready for this year was yeah. like changing that route. Um, and then, yeah, like that, basically that's what he said though. I was like, you know, go, go out to Rockland this year and like do well with the boulders in that Indian league and just be ready, you know, at any moment and just be prepared. So that's just all I've been doing, man, preparing, being ready, having fun with it. That's all I can do. For sure, and the and CAA. I mean, you got Tabor rocking the CAA gear in the pictures. I mean, I told him, I'm like, that's big time now. Now you're big time. Right. Is Super Tiger, big is Tiger Woods with CAA? No, no, no. He's I think something. he is, dude. They he have is? like so many people. I think so, dude. I don't even know. I would have to look at. Like, I only know the baseball players. Like, do they have like Degrom and like Mercado? Okay, yeah. So Tiger Woods is with it because my guy Oscar Mercado is with CAA, I believe. I don't okay. know. If, yeah, I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah, I know but, it's like his whole big thing. I just only look yeah. at the baseball part, but yeah, I'm sure they have like crazy athletes. Like for sure, for the last sure. Last year, I was with like had like Bob Miller. Like it's it's so crazy. Like you're just some minor league baseball player and like you share the same agency as like some other crazy athletes. Yeah, so funny. <laughs> so I mean, what's your off season like right now, man? I mean, what are what are you doing? Are you when does your yeah. season start? So uh, below you, I was there for like six months, and then once the weather started getting nice, and now like my season starts May 27th, late start indie ball. Um, but May 12th, we start like practices, like a mini spring training for like a week, and then go into the season. So that's when that all starts. So basically, right now, I just go wherever I can to throw bullpens, long toss, outside preferably, just because it's getting nice out, and I want to get started used to that dirt mounds. Um, but dude, this offseason was like awesome for me, like getting after it physically, getting the pitching stuff down and just having fun with it. And just like, now I'm just in like a go mode where like every time I get in the mound and throw a baseball, it's yeah. just like, Hey, we're about to play. We're about to play. Like for I'm sure. running up for a game. Like we're like, before, like, I feel like I would like, even in spring training would be like, okay, like feel your glove do this. Like, no dude, like you're at spring training, like with the blue Jays, I should have been thinking like, like go pitch. And like, yeah, I, I did do that at that point, but I should have been thinking like that the, the whole time. So now for I'm sure. just like, you know, Whenever you're going bad, 
yo, just go out there and play. Cause honestly, I can trust myself now knowing that like I'm, I have a better shot of doing that than overthinking. It. And that's when I'll suck. So that's like the Blue Jays part where I have a better, you know, chance of just saying, screw it, go out there and be athletic and play and trust your ability. I'll be if, if shit's going wrong, but I'm prepared, man. I feel good going in this year. Do people tell you, do people tell you you have a New York accent? Oh yeah. Yeah. I love it. Dude, when I was in San Diego, it was hilarious, bro. Yeah, because you like, have the Texas guys there, because it's pretty much all Texas guys, and then you have a New yeah, Yorker Texas, walking Louisiana, in. Right, like, yeah, I'm walking yeah. in. Like, you have guys <laughs> like that scrolling through. I mean, I, my family, yeah. a lot of my family's from New York, so it kind of gives me yeah. family vibes listening to you talk. Oh, it's, it's so very funny. soothing. Yeah, it's fun, dude. Um, it's really cool to be from here. I like it. Um, and, and it's also cool to like, go to our areas, and like, people are like, oh, you're from New York, and like, people are like amused by it. So I like, honestly like, embrace it. So I respect I like that. It. Yeah, That's it's fun. powerful. And, and you know, like, I, I don't really have like the arrogance, you know, like I have like, you know, like the, the good vibes, you know, good, yeah. good vibes. Are you Italian so, too? Are you an Italian? Yeah. Dude? Okay. That's yeah. why, that's why we get along. So I'm Italian also, but that's oh, yeah. what I'm, so, so I, I always ask this. I mean, we had Matt Fest on the show and I asked him, I, cause I, I'm a big mob movie guy. What is your top three mob movies? Because I, I can't get enough of them. Just bring it's like a history of my, it's like a family history of me just watching. So like, these like, mob what do you mean movies. by like a mom movie? Like, like, like what a mom like a would mafia. watch? Like, like a no, oh, mafia. I used mob, to mob. mafia. Oh, so mafia. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Godfather. Godfather one. And here, here's well, one for you that that's underrated. A Bronx Tale. Oh, of course. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah. Um, dude. A uh, Goodfellas is one of my favorites too, because like just like the back and forth and all like the sayings, like 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 like, like what was it, like Jimmy two times or something like like he yeah. says everything twice. Like that's just, it's who who would say that? That's just Dude, funny. That, that's New York. Then, like, oh, I mean, like, I feel like like you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like, I, do you feel like when you're watching that, it's like this is my childhood. Like this is you growing up. Oh in yeah, New York. because I, I really watched that when I was like young. It was hilarious. And then my dad watched Sopranos. Like, and I will never forget like just walking through like the house like the night that the last episode of the Sopranos was on and it ending like that. And my dad going, what the fuck? <laughs> and, I'm just like, That's and I'm just like, what's happening? That's <laughs> I, electric. I can clearly, re- I don't know. I didn't do Sopranos for six years. I can clearly see the scene of him on that dot. Bam, done. And my dad flipping out. And five years later, figuring, oh, so that was the end of the Sopranos. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> and then watching you're... the whole thing and then being pissed too. Now you're putting two two together, but and also another thing that I respect to you and your bullpens is is the the leggings wear. I mean, you're wearing some nice. You got some nice style in your bullpen. Oh yeah, is that something you really pay attention to? Like you're like, if a scout's looking at this, I want this to be aesthetically pleasing. I want the scout to be like, this is fire. I definitely, I definitely always want to look good, but I always like to feel good too. Um, so like, yeah, sometimes like if so, like the leggings is definitely a big winter thing because like you know it's freezing here. Um, it's they're starting to go away now, but I'll mix them in still. Um. Sometimes it's just a comfort thing, depending on what I'm feeling. But yeah, I always like to feel and look good, though. 100. Like it, that's definitely one of my things. Um, not like too much into it where I'm like obsessed with it, but it's definitely something like I need to do just to, like be set for the day, be set to do my work, whatever. Just want to think about it. It's just like it's just like I, I OCD kind of thing, you know? Like I'm like, oh, if I'm not I'm not feeling good, I just don't or look good. I'm not. I don't like it. I don't. It's weird. And this is the last. <laughs> this is the second last thing I want to bring up. I'm looking at your tweets, and like I say, I'm a ride for the guest here. Greg Swindle, I don't know if this is your boy. This guy's a fucking loser. Oh, yeah, he roasted me. He's a loser coward. I, I, might, I might clip this and say this guy's a loser. He's, a, Greg, he's, yo, he's, he's really a, a mean person. <laughs> what did he say like, to you? I bro, know, he, um, he roasted you for doing that pull-down, right? Is that what yeah, he did? Yeah, I pulled down 101, and he was like, oh, like this will not do anything for your career or something like that. 
And I, I, I like really went overboard. I was like, oh, dude, I'm going to throw this off the mound one day. Like, and like, just like really like went at him at it. And I was like, this is like, obviously you don't know anything about like where the game's going. Like just like some stupid stuff. And then he was like, oh, like, good luck with that. So when I hit one on one off the mound, I have to tweet at him. Yeah, no, he's a, he's a loser. And I'm giving him, I mean, you I'm playing the who- show, right? Like, like if you really play in the show and take your time to go roast in minor league, like it's so like, what are you doing, bro? Yeah, he's a coming to the show. That's the last thing I'm doing. It's like, oh, bro. Or, or, or was in the show, it's like, oh, dude, like, you're pulling down one-on-one. You're such an idiot. Yeah, it's like guys like that and, like, Jeff Fry or whatever this fucking name is. Yeah, these guys I try to like, stay away from those negative dudes on Twitter, yeah. bro. I just try to post my thing, see, see the good stuff, the good good content, and be out. Yeah, just like, ask him. And, I mean, it's just, what is this guy doing? Bro? I mean, he's a University of Texas guy. We've had a lot of Texas guys on the show, but I respect it. It's just like. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's a great resume. It's just like, like, but, like, dude, just, like really hot takes for no reason like at, at the wrong people like dude like i'm just trying to show that i like you know want to be good <laughs> yeah no he's a clown he's you know, a clown i mean yeah, he's banned from yeah. the podcast if that makes you feel oh, any good he's yeah banned from the podcast oh, that, i love to hear that that's good energy he's i can't from the that. podcast I, and like i said i'm a big texas podcast you've had a lot of texas guys on but he's no, banned yeah from it's, a shame, it. man. it's a shame you know we want all ball players to hear yeah, this stuff true i mean congrats on your 17 years in the big leagues and he was playing <laughs> in the big leagues at a time when pitchers were throwing 84 so Credit to him for that. Oh, He's great. Good yeah. for him. I mean, that, that, yeah. that's all I could say. I mean, like I said, I've said this time and time again, I would mash in Babe Ruth's era. Like, if I was in Babe Ruth's era, I'd be I, just I, disgusting. Hey, I agree with you, dude. I agree. I definitely think that people don't even really think about that. I definitely think there are players at every time that were definitely talented. But, yeah. man, like, as a whole, right now, playing the show is insane. Every single guy. He's like, you know, and then going back, any guy right now would be insane. Yeah, and looking at that, I mean, what you're doing right there in that pull down, you're doing a, you're pretty much doing long toss. Like that's what Tuck is. Or like, I, what if like, yeah, what if I stole from the outfield? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's same it's thing. Like, and these guys see a net and they get all scared because they didn't, they could. I mean, back in the day, they right, never had nets in baseball like, facilities. Didn't even have a good radar gun. Like as soon as you throw it, it, it reads out of your hand. It's not like when it hits the net or goes sixty feet. Yeah. I love when people say that. Like if you slow the video down, like it's like two feet away from my hand. It's saying like ninety something, whatever it is. Like yeah, it's so whatever. funny. Whatever those yeah, guys I, are clowns, I, I bro. Those those yeah, guys. Yeah, I usually, usually don't answer back, but he really got me pissed, and I was like, "Oh, he's a big leaguer." Like, and yeah, I said like I said like bro, and then somebody else was like, "Oh, like saying bro to a big leaguer, like that's that's like tough or something." I'm like, "Oh, so I can't even call him a bro?" Like, like what is like I was like, "What is yeah, Twitter?" No, it's, just, it's these old guys <laughs> you know and burner like, accounts, bro. I think that was I think that was a burner account that tweeted that read that uh wrote that said that or whatever. Yeah, I was, yeah, just, like, I was just like, I love it. I love it. Yeah, no, I love it too. I love it too. It just absolutely, you have these old guys that are clueless on it on Twitter. I mean, yeah. like I said, there should be a, just a, just a clown tweet from him. But anyways, this is the last thing I want to bring up here. Obviously, you're going into your 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 start trying to get signed again and all that kind of stuff. What would you say is kind of like your goal when you step on when you step in independently? You trying to have just the zero ERA and just get thirty teams ringing your doorbell? You know, I, I'm just trying to go out there and just like pitch and like just be like dominant man like really just like and, and you know just just sh- show people that like i have changed and like i have really gone about this process like the right way and like now i can just let this play and I, yeah i just want to dominate too and i really think i can you know with my pitchability yeah anyway so. though man i mean like i said I, I i'm looking forward to see what you do obviously you have the stuff you, you, you yeah you see it in your bullpens and all that kind of stuff so i'm excited to see what you do brother but i appreciate you hopping on this dude this is big time and uh Hopefully next time we talk to you, I mean you're gonna be a you're gonna be a minor leaguer just grinding to get to the show. I know, yeah. Well, it's the resume now. I mean, I'm good now since you know hopped there on here. Yeah, no, like, we we already we we I got the resume for you. We're all dialed yeah, in. So, I mean, if Kirk's on there, it's a done deal. 
There it is. Yeah. Thick <laughs> Jesus. So you're chilling, man. Thank you again, bro. Yeah. I really appreciate that. And ladies and gentlemen, you have it. He's going to be pitching. I mean, I'll call it. He's all over the Twitter. You'll see him throwing 98 plus just looking unbelievable. It's my boy, Matt Pasco, bro. I really appreciate doing this. Thank you so much, my man. Thank you for listening to Officially Unofficial. Make sure you guys subscribe and leave a review on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Pod and on Instagram at Officially Unofficial Pod. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>